Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. The Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. The show is then repeated in its entirety on the Talkstar Radio Network, the Exxon Broadcast Network, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Australia, Asia, India, Africa, and Europe. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free worldwide number is 1-800-610-7010. That's our email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com and our website www.xzoneradiotv.com. It is Thursday, March the 18th in the year 2010 and my first guest on tonight's show is Kate Mucci. And uh, Kate is a harp player, author and co-producer and host of Matrix TV News. 
A weekly one-hour alternative news magazine airing on America One Network in the U.S. And on uh, contra- uh, controversial TV in the U.K., Now, being on the air since August 2001 has given Kate an inside track with many of the foremost researchers in the fields of alternative or real history, health, freedom, and many environmental issues, including the mysterious and dangerous chemtrails. And that's what we're going to be talking about this hour in the X-Zone with our guest, Kate Mucci. Is chemtrails. And Kate, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you very much. I'm honored. Kate, where did your interest in in chemtrails uh, come from? Probably from being uh, sprayed overhead. Um, I noticed in the last mm, 10, 12 years, about 12 years ago, I guess I was in New Mexico on a beautiful sunny Sunday afternoon, and I'm watching as I'm, I'm sitting outside reading, and I look up and I see these planes going overhead in this what was a beautiful blue sky, and they created over my head a grid. And and as I watched, this grid became a cloud cover. And I realized right then and there, there's something very fishy going on. And I started, uh, you know, looking into it. And then when we started uh, Matrix TV, well, it was called Out There when it was originally started in 2001, I took that opportunity to learn as much as I could from as many people as I could about what was happening in the skies. Mm-hmm. Why, why, you know, after all these years of people talking about chemtrails, uh, the conspiracy and the cover-up still continues. Why? Well, boy, if I knew that answer, (laughs) I'd be a a very famous or rich person. I'm not sure what. I think part of it is that um, we are dealing with a program. It seems to be geoengineering. It seems to be, from from the most that I can understand, Mm -hmm. um, while some people think that it is perhaps somehow connected to population control, I'm not 100% convinced of that. But um, geoengineering has something to do with weather control, perhaps something to do with global warming, you know, trying to create some kind of a shield. Whether it's whether global, I don't believe that global warming is real, and it's certainly not man-made. But if that's what they're trying to to affect somehow, then there there would be a reason not to let people know or to to subvert somehow the information because it might be too you know like they say we're not supposed to know about aliens we might freak out. I wonder if that might be the case. And also, I think it's just inaction. People are so you know there's a whole generation of people now who are adults who don't know what real skies look like. They have no clue what a real blue sky looks like. And I think part of it is, is, you know, just inertia. That's one of the reasons that it's still not really dealt with properly. Kate, stand by. You and I have to take our two-minute break. Kate Mucci is our special guest. MatrixNewsNetwork.com and www.TheHealingSoundOfMusic.com My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. It is Thursday, March the 18th in the year 2010. And Kate Mucci and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Talkstar Radio Network and on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't go away.
Pete Mucci is my special guest this hour, www.matrixnewsnetwork.com and www.thehealingsoundofmusic.com. And Kate and I are discussing chemtrails. Now, now, Kate, what do we know, if anything, about the content of the chemtrails as far as well, we their know, chemical we composition? We know for sure several things about the content of the chemtrails. Um, there, uh, there's a researcher in uh, Phoenix, uh, Arizona, who's had um, the chemtrails analyzed several times. We know there is aluminum. Mm-hmm. We know there is barium. Um, there are, you know, and in levels that are very, very dangerous. So, um, and these are heavy metals, you know, that can cause all kinds of problems, including uh, Alzheimer's, um, autoimmune deficiencies. It's just, you know, these... these um, it's the heavy metals, I think, that are of most concern, although they have also found biologicals, which I'm not sure I understand what that's all about, and that may be where the whole idea of population control comes in. I'm not sure. Kate, do we know of any specific uh, fatalities that have been directly attributed to chemtrails? I have not. You know, I mean, as, as a journalist myself, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that the, the what I've heard may be fatalities are genuinely connected to them. I can't say yes, although there are, of course, you know, people saying that they think that, that somebody died because of it. There was a, um, a town up in um, Washington State where there was a, an incident of the uh, chemtrails being sprayed for like a week at a time, and then many people got sick, and they claimed that it was from the chemtrails. But, you know, if you don't have access to laboratories to test, for what you're saying is the reason, then, you know, you can't prove it. The This uh, same town that uh, had so many illnesses, was there any damage to their crops or to the foliage? And, and if so, did anyone have the foliage examined? Well, I don't, I don't know about in that case, but I do know that in other cases, um, there's a lady in uh, California, Rosalind Peterson, mm-hmm. who's uh, with the Agriculture Defense Fund, and they have examined, you know, the, the effects on crops from the chemical residue. And it's not just the residue itself, because it, it does affect the soil. It affects the plant's ability to absorb nutrients. But more importantly, the fact that we have a dome over the sky interferes with the photosynthesis of the plants. And that could have very long-range dangerous effects for crops. You know, if they're not able to synthesize the sun and, and grow, then we're not going to have food. You know, is, is it possible that the, the powers-to-be in Washington and the uh, Pentagon have decided that they have to do this in order to mask uh, the availability of spy satellites from unfriendlies as to seeing what the heck we're doing down here? Well, I, you know, honestly, I haven't heard that before, um, and it could be because mm-hmm. it certainly does create a grid of interference. I mean, they can use HARP to to um, focus energies in a certain area depending on where this, because aluminum is going to act like an antenna mm-hmm. for whatever they're doing. Um, I have not heard that theory before. That's interesting. I'll have to follow up on that one. How about the connection uh, between chemtrails and Morgellons disease? That's very interesting. Have you ever talked to Hildegard Staninger, Dr. Staninger? Many times. You know, that whole thing where there's there's some kind of um, living mechanical intelligence in these 
and she seems to believe that it's somehow connected to that, and it may make sense. However, we just interviewed Dr. Fred Bell, and he says that it's not connected with Morgellons, or not the Morgellons is not connected with chemtrails. That Morgellons is actually, and this is this is a little out there to, even for me. Well, but Fred Bell's a little out we, there. <laughs> he talks about the implants that have been, you know, in, supposedly put into people throughout the ages by aliens, or certainly in the last 40 years. Um, and we haven't heard too much about that lately, have we? No, we, we haven't. Hear about people no, right, you don't. So, you don't. So you don't. Yeah, you don't hear about alien implants. You don't hear about cattle mutilation. It seems as if the entire alien scenario is tapering off. Yeah. Now, the reason Fred says, Dr. Bell, mm-hmm. he says that because of the new technology that is in place, they know the mind control technology. They no longer need to implant people. He says that most of many of the implants, not most, many of them were not actually done by aliens, but by subversive people within the government. Yeah, but for what and purpose? They, for what purpose? <sighs> Here we go again. I wish I knew. Over the years doing this show, I found a lot of people have a lot of fascinating theories, but when it comes yeah. down to proving them, they can't. Yeah, why? Mm-hmm. I know. And, and now the, the, the mind control thing, Again, I'm going by guess because I'm just a talk show host, kind of like you, although chemtrails are, are, I do a lot of research on those on my own. However, um, this Dr. Fred Bell, he, he's been around a long time and he was actually involved in the, you know, mind control research in the beginning. He actually helped develop the mm-hmm. um, mechanical and, you know, the, he did the engineering for a lot of this stuff that they used to make mind control work. He says that the reason that, um, I'm, I'm going to go into tangents here. Sure. First, let's go to why the, the Morgellons was connected, and then I'll continue with the other one. But Morgellons is actually a byproduct of these implants breaking down. He says because they're, they're no longer um, being fed the communication from microwaves or whatever it was that actually fed them. He mentioned it, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. But because they're no longer being utilized, they are breaking down, and that is what is causing the problems with this uh, weird disease and these little fibrous things coming out of the skin. That's what he says. All right, now, now I'm, I'm, just going to, I'm just going to ask you a question here. If that is the fact, then why would animals and infants be diag- being diagnosed with Morgellons at this very time? You know what I'm thinking? Now, this is just speculation, yeah. pure speculation on my part. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's true that this is a, a self-replicating thing, that it, like, like Dr. Saniger says, if these are replicating and they can grow, then it seems to me that they would be something you could pass on to someone. You know, that the, 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 whatever this is living, this is a living biomechanical something or other. And if it's true, then it could latch on to basically anything, that uh, any host, and then it could replicate within that host. That's pretty scary when you think about it. Well, I think there's a lot of science fiction involved in this one. Uh. <laughs> Well, whatever, Dr. Doctor, I mean, we know that those fibers are not something that the human body can create. Well, you know, these, these, these fibers, depending who you talk to, you know, certainly have the same characteristics as some fungi that live within the within the body at times. And, and you know, as far as the, 
the um, uh, the the stance that Doctor uh, Hilde takes. You know, there's a lot of questions. Once again, you've got all this hypothesis with no actual proof. Yeah, but it, you know, and the killer thing is. I don't think as long as you and I are alive, we're going to get actual proof because there are too many roadblocks put up. And for the for the life of me, I don't understand what. Well, if it is a depopulation agenda, maybe that's why. If it is to control people so that they will blindly do as they're told, um, you know, become little slaves. I don't know, but it certainly seems that we we are getting foiled at every turn to try to find answers. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're looking in the wrong direction. And that these people who are deliberate or maybe uh, agents of whoever, like Dr. Bell, you know, they could be steering us in the wrong direction instead of in the right direction. Who knows? That's what a conspiracy is all about. (laughs) That's right. And it's so fun to go in circles like that, isn't it? (laughs) Not really. Not really. I mean... (laughs) Uh, it, it, it's just it's just like UFOs. I believe that the UFO conspiracy is not being maintained by the government. I believe it's the UFO community itself that is maintaining the 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 conspiracy. Because as long as there's a conspiracy in place, no one has to provide any proof or evidence of the existence all of UFOs. All they have to do is say, "Well, uh, the government knows about it. All the information is being suppressed, and any evidence has been seized by the government." Um, you know, I, I think that that um, there are certainly people within the UFO community that say that. But on the other hand, there are people who, uh, you know, I mean, there are people that are, have joined the UFO community, for lack of a better word, because it's such a loosely and very, you know, they, they infight like any other group. Um, you've got well, people who are actual former government people who say it's the truth and that's there. And I think that that is the kind of, you, you call it exopolitics, maybe, mm-hmm. where it's coming out, <clears throat> excuse me, but, you know, anytime you deal with something that you can't put your hands on and prove, you know, with the scientific method, then you're going to have people at each other. Of course, even with the scientific method, you do too, look at like the whole global warming thing. So yeah, I the healthcare know. industry, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I agree with you that there is a certain uncertainty within the UFO community, the ghost community, the paranormal community that I have never seen before. In fact, A&E has dropped three or four of the shows that they used to have on. They've dropped uh, Paranormal Cops. They've dropped a Penn State. They've dropped uh, Psychic Kids because they were going over the fence too far. Hmm. So A&E said, hey, we're dropping it. That's it. Goodbye. Finish off this season. You're not coming back. Hmm. You know, so I think the tide is changing. I've seen the tide rise and I've seen the tide fall many times. And I think this time, because of the Internet that I call the world's largest septic tank ever created by mankind, a lot of people are claiming to be experts, are claiming to have PhDs, which they don't, claiming to, to, to be part of government organizations, which they're not. And the people are getting so fed up, they're saying, you know what? They're all nuts. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, and and that's really dangerous because if, if you dismiss because of a few bad apples and you throw a whole bush, bushel out, mm-hmm. you might have missed some really good fruit. You're you darn know? right. You could have so- made some applesauce with it. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Kate Mucci's our guest, MatrixNewsNetwork.com and TheHealingSoundOfMusic.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. 
as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network and on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't go away. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, ho there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. one 800 710 is worldwide toll-free. Email address exxon at exxonradiotv.com and on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. I've got some great news, Exxon Nation. Starting May, I believe the uh, start date is May the 14th, the all-new, you ready for this? New Age Channel will be uh, launching here from Relmar McConnell Media Company, and it will be under a new broadcasting corporation that we are launching as well in May, entitled the Angel Broadcast Network. So that's coming up this May. We're going to be having special features about it between now and May. We'll bring on some of the hosts, talk to you about the different programming that is going to be on. It's going to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days of the year. And a number of our of our broadcast affiliates have already signed up to carry some of the programming, so we're really happy about that. Our special guest this hour is Kate Mucci, and uh, Kate's website is www.matrixnewsnetwork.com and thehealingsoundofmusic.com. Uh, we were, talk- we're talking about uh, uh, chemtrails, so we've talked about the Morgellons aspect. Now, when it comes to the, 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 the hypothesis or the possibilities, Kate, what do you, as, as, as an investigative reporter, as well as host of your own show, what do you think the purpose of chemtrails really are? Like, I'm not sure they exist, to be honest with you. I, I, oh, they I, do. I, I'm not There's, really sure. That like, is sure. one thing I have no doubt in my mind. Firstly, we have government documents that say that they, they do exist, mm-hmm. that they have, um, you know, programs of aerial spraying for weather control for many things. They've admitted that. Um, and, I mean, you can read the papers um, that, that have come from the government. There are U, at least U.S. government. I don't yeah. know about Canada. 
but we do have papers, you know, um, legislation dealing with it. We have, you know, admission that that is the ongoing geoengineering pro, uh, projects. One of the um, agreed upon, if you, uh, if somebody wants to go to our website, I have a whole page on chemtrails I've, that I've done, I've put up on our website at matrixnewsnetwork.com, and we have links there to the geoengineering. Um, websites, mm -hmm. you know, what deals specifically government websites that deal with geoengineering. From what I've been able to collate over these last years, the geoengineering project is designed to deflect sunlight away from the earth in an attempt to mitigate global warming, which I don't agree is, has anything to do with human interaction. But anyway, that's what, what the idea is. They create basically a shield, um, and this lady, Rosalind Peterson in um, California and, and Bonnie Hoag back east in New Hampshire, they're working together, um, and, and they have a website, oh, it's all, oh, geoengineeringskywatch.org, I believe it is. It's also on my website anyway. But they, they're, it's absolutely that is one of the programs installed for this. Um, you know, and, and they're using, they admit that it's aluminum and barium. Dr. Edward Teller actually created, uh, you know, was behind the initial idea for this. And it goes from there. But it is an actual fact. There is no doubt in my mind that oh, it actually oh, oh, All right. Exists. Has there been, Has there uh, been what, do, what else what, do we know about we the, know? Uh, the, the, the effects that the chemtrails have on people? Do, do well, we respiratory problems are a big thing, and that I can speak to personally. Mm -hmm. I lived out in uh, Nevada for many years. We did the show out there, and um, there was a time between 2007 and 2008, well, actually into 2009, just before I moved back here to California, um, the chemtrails were literally overhead almost daily. Really? It, it was a very, very rare time when we did not have the chemtrails. I developed, personally, and I'm a very healthy, active person, I developed a, a cough that literally would, I actually burst a blood vessel in my eye from this cough. And, um, you know, I have no problems at all. But when, and and it, it lasted basically for two years. Hmm. Since I've moved here, when there aren't quite so many chemtrails, I don't have it. But the, the bottom line is I personally have experienced that. I personally have seen animals get sick under these skies. I, I, we had a, a friend who had little dachshund dogs. And um, dachshunds, three of them passed away all within a week from upper respiratory infections after a, a time of exceptionally heavy spring. We had it for like two weeks without a break day in, day out, day, night, we could see them planting the trails under the full moon. You could see them crisscrossing. So I personally, and I know it's just anecdotal, yeah. but I have personally seen it, and there's no other reason for it. The vet was, because there are a lot of big animals out where we were, horses and such, the vet was even reporting that huge horses were coming down with really serious infections, and the only thing, they, there was nothing in the water that they could particularly, you know, they were looking, what's the problem? It wasn't the water. The only thing it could be was the air, because it was the only common denominator. Well, if if the spray would have come down to a point where it would have affected the respiratory tract of these animals as well as humans, mm -hmm. how come mm -hmm. trace elements weren't found in the water? 
Oh, I don't know if I don't know if trace elements were found in water. I don't believe anybody tested at that time. But not, it, not in the community, and I where I was anyway. Is there any place you know, in they, the Is there any place in the United States where chemtrails are not occurring? Not that I'm aware of. It seems like it's everywhere. You know, we 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 get emails and letters from people because our show is syndicated all across the country and and in Europe as well. Mm-hmm. And we get emails ourselves with photographs from literally everywhere in the country. I don't know of anywhere that they don't happen. And that would make sense if what they're trying to do, if whoever's doing this, <laughs> and I and I say government because I mean they're putting out papers saying they're geoengineering. If that's what they're really doing, then it would make sense that it would have to be everywhere. What branch of the government is doing this? DoD and um, not EPA, the um, Energy DOE, the Department of Energy. Yeah, go mm-hmm. to if somebody's listening and they want to go to the website, we have it on the Nutrition News Network under the Chemtrails page. I know it's so bizarre, isn't it? It is. It it really is because up here in Canada, you know, once again, the conspiracy theory—you don't hear about it. You you really don't hear about government conspiracies up here. Uh, uh, Chemtrails, very, very, very rarely do we hear about that up here. Really, that's interesting because we have viewers. um, They don't watch us broadcast; they watch us online Mm -hmm. um, in Toronto. And um, there's a whole circle connected up there, um, and they they send us pictures there from there all the time about well, chemtrails. Ke- well, you know, Toronto, Toronto. For God's sake, there's nine airports within the yeah. vicinity of of, of yeah, Toronto. Yeah, but you wouldn't see this kind of that the kind of um, tracks that you see from chemtrails would not be the kinds of things you see from commercial planes. From what I, I've been able to determine, it is not commercial planes that do these at all. It is not like something that, you know, passenger craft. But a tanker is just a modified, uh, you know, is just a modified passenger airframe. Uh, some of them are, yeah. You know, so, so why, you know, how would they be able to tell the difference? Well, because of markings. Commercial jets have to have markings. Right, and so do a military aircraft. Yeah, but they're going to be different, right? But most of the planes, and I, I you know, we have a, a group here who, who, they're actually filmmakers, and they've actually gone out with really excellent cameras and, and films of the, some of the planes as they're, you know, tracking out here in California, and there are no markings. They're just white planes. And so isn't that kind of weird? What Air Force? Planes have to have markings, no, no tails, no numbers on the tails. What airports? Now why would that be? What airports huh? do they fly out of? What airports do they fly out of? I, right here, they're so high up. I don't know where they're coming from. I do not know. It's certainly not Burbank, and it's certainly not LAX. Mm-hmm. They're too high up. I'm guessing New Mexico, but that's just my personal wow guess. Tell me, you and I were talking off here about crop circles. Yeah. What's the mystery oh, behind I crop circles? <laughs> there you go. All right, tell us about crop circles. Well, we, we just did a show with a, a, a filmmaker here in, in um, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and um, she spent from 2003 to 2008 going to England, um, examining them. There are definitely hoaxers. There are definitely human beings who go out and make them for commercial purposes, including like for uh, there was a, a formation to, done to advertise Hello Kitty. They did a Hello Kitty in the, the crops. Mm-hmm. And Doug and Dave, you know, 
who claim they've done all the crop circles, and of course there are literally thousands of them. There's no way they could do them all. But the interesting thing is that when these, what they call genuine crop circles, firstly they're very much, uh, have something to do with sacred geometry. There's, there's some, something about them that is very mathematical in nature, um, and there seems to be some kind of geometry connected to humans there. And then the other thing is the, and so they're very exact, but the other thing is the actual crops themselves. I'm sure you've talked about this before, but sure. the, the, the crops, when they are um, made by who, who are the mysterious beings who make them or, or energies, whatever, they, don't, they aren't destroyed when this happens. When the crops are laid down, they, they do not break, mm-hmm. whereas it, when humans do them, of course, they, they break. Yeah, crops, crop circles certainly are interesting, but once again, they don't happen all over the world. No, they don't, and it seems to be, and this lady who that we interviewed, Suzanne Taylor, by the way, if you ever are interested, she's amazing. Very, she does not get into speculation. She just talks about, you know, what they see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they do happen often. It seems to be where these ley lines on the earth are, and, and I have to admit, I don't know, I don't understand yeah. the whole ley line thing, you know, why they would be uh, there. But also, in England specifically, almost all of the crop circles appear where there are sacred sites. You know, Stonehenge, Avebury. She said that Avebury is amazing. We don't, in America, North America, we don't really understand how big the Avebury circle was, uh, you know, like the Stonehenge-type circle. Mm -hmm. It's much bigger, and in England it's much more famous, and it is in that area that so many of the crop circles appear. So what is that? Why would that be? I love that question. <laughs> but don't you find it interesting that crop circles had no appearance until after the airing of The Wizard of Oz? Oh, no, 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 that's wrong. You're absolutely dead wrong. The, the crop circles have been around, and they've had pictures, of wood cuttings even, showing crop circles like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. No, I'm talking in the United States. Oh, I, I don't, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't yeah. know about the United States. After what showed up? The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz aired, yeah. Huh, I did not know that. What do you think the main purpose of a crop circle is? Do you think it's actually uh, an ET communication? I'm not sure about ET. Um, I always get kind of nervous when people say ET because that implies someone from outer space. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be in a dimensional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to get towards almost the metaphysical because of my personal interest. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that perhaps that, that might be part of it. But certainly it's not, it's not, <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's, and what Suzanne said, I tend to agree with when, when we interviewed her last night, she said, and, and, and people also always say, why don't they just come out and tell us what the message is? Yeah, exactly. Well, if they do that, then we're being taught, we're being told. But if something is given to you as an enigma, then you have a chance to consider it yourself, roll it around in your brain, and consider what it really means instead of somebody spoon-feeding you. What that sounds like to me is the people who you ask the question to about what they, why don't they just come out and tell us what they mean. They don't have a real answer, so the one they, no, they gave don't. is pretty no. good. And, 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 but, but remember that one that, I don't know if you are familiar with the glyph that came back as an answer to our Arecibo message yeah. out in space? Now, that has, I mean, that's a message. 
because when the crop circle crop formation came back, it showed a different DNA sequence and it showed they were a different size. It showed a bunch of different things and it corrected something in, in space, you know, in the universe. So that, that to me was a little bit more of a direct um, communication. But, but like the sacred geometry, uh, again, you know, I like to go metaphysical every once in a while. Hey, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Exonation, our guest this hour, is Kate Mucci. Her websites are www.matrixnewsnet.com. That's matrixnewsnet.com. Network. Newsnetwork. Newsnetwork.com, I'm sorry. And uh, thehealingsoundofmusic.com. 1-800-610-7035, toll-free worldwide. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, TV at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. Be sure to listen for more information on the... New Age Channel, and the Angel Broadcast Network. Coming up soon here by the good people at Relmar McConnell Media Company. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. She's our guest. And uh, Kate, what what are your listeners and your viewers uh, saying about 2012, uh, December 21st, 2012? Is it um, doom and gloom or is it know, the the rebirth of spirituality? I think I think it, it is an expansion of, of spirituality or mm-hmm. expansion of our own ability to be beyond this third dimensional thing. Um, we've done a number of shows on 2012 and, you know, a couple of people have said it's it's just pandemonium and that there are going to be many physical manifestations. Um, I believe that, that again, taking a survey of the, the, the people that we've had on, mm-hmm. I believe that there will be some physical manifestations, maybe created by our own people, you know, because they get scared or yeah. whatever, you know, but also, um, it is it is very much on a spiritual change, and, and whether or not that's a significant date in in terms of reality, like you know, what does 2012 mean? What is it? You know, who set that date? Yeah. But um, certainly, when you consider the Gregorian ch- ca- calendar and everything, but if if all it takes is just thinking, manif- you know, thinking that there will be a change, then you're going to manifest a change. You know, you talk creates. So if, if people think there's going to be a change, then there will be a change. 
And we just hope that the people that are thinking strongest are the people who are thinking positive. Tell me, Kate, metaphysically speaking, why do you think more people are turning to alternative spirituality than ever before in the history of this planet? I think because people realize that, that the answers do not lie outside of themselves, that they can't depend on mm-hmm. a priest or a preacher or a rabbi to tell them that, how to connect to a power, a greater source. And I think that's why. There's discontent. They're tired of the fights over religion. And I, I really believe that that is why. Kate, give our listeners your contact information on how they can find out more about you and and the TV show that you do. Sure. they can. The website is the best, matrixnewsnetwork.com, and you can write to me right from there or at uh, thematrixnews at aol.com, or they can check out my personal website, which is thehealingsoundofmusic.com. I do, uh, I'm a harpist, and I do oh, healing wow. work with music. Do, music really does heal, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the more I study in, in anticipation of my, my own personal change, the more I realize how powerful it is. It's wonderful. Hey, Kate, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us this hour. It's been great talking to you. Continued success in the great work that you do. And I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the Exxon. Okay. Thank you very much for having me on. All right, you take care of yourself. Exxon Nation, Kate Mucci has been our guest of this hour. Once again, the website information is matrixnewsnetwork.com and thehealingsoundofmusic.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Talkstar Radio Network and the all-new Exxon Broadcast Network. As I said, coming in May from the Relmar McConnell Media Company, the New Age Channel on the Angel Broadcast Network. We'll be back on the other side of this break at six and a half minutes past. Don't go away. Don't go away. 